Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 18th episode of Roll Up, a Phil Singer Games podcast, the official Phil Singer Games podcast. I am Sam Fain, joined, of course, by Todd Gershel and Mike Molesky. Mike, how are you today? Spectacular as always, Sam. Anytime I'm here with you is a good day. That's what I like to hear, and thank you for that. Feeling is mutual. Todd, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> everything, everything all right in your world? Yeah, you know, uh, there's there's something going on this weekend coming up. I'm you know, a little busy preparing for that. You know, you know how it is, how it goes. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised that you're not like surrounded by like you know envelopes and stamps and you can't see the right of me so i know right <laughs> the, the, the camera it's funny because the camera is like usually your camera is pitched at kind of a bit of a high angle anyway yeah. but it seems pitched a little even higher than normal so <laughs> i'm just imagining that like beneath you know kind of like chest level there's just nothing but stacks like, of like right cards and here. envelopes yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> um yeah, it's it's an exciting week. Uh, the road to Galacticon is just about ready to hit its destination. Uh, we have one more episode here full of Galacticon goodness, memories uh, of, of the years past. Uh, but before we get into our Galacticon Chronicles Part 2, we are going to hit the opening bell. We've had another uh, packed week of announcements. Uh, not only were the announcements for the Trego Synthes set uh, double-barreled, but we also got a double-barreled announcement for Origins 2137, um, uh, which was kind of cool. So we'll, we'll kick things off with the Trego Synthes Hall of Fame set, which was William Muldoon, the solid man, and the Nebraska Tiger Man, John Pezik, uh, two amazing, incredible names um, from the, the pioneer days, um, you know, Muldoon predating Pezik um, by by a few decades. Uh, well, not a few decades, but uh, and Pezik, of course, having an extremely lengthy career in the early twentieth century. Um, both just incredible talents, wonderful to have to the game. Uh, Muldoon, known for his conditioning, was a New York police uh, detective. Uh, just just an incredible story behind him. Uh, there's there's a wonderful book uh, that Tim Dalton turned me on to uh, some time ago um, about him. That that is that is quite interesting. I've not yet finished it, but uh, it's on that you know to be finished pile is unfortunately a lot of books that i start and don't necessarily have the time to uh to get all the way through before something else piques my interest uh and then of course john pezik who was just a legendary enforcer for uh, ed strangler lewis as well as being kind of his own rebellious uh spirit in the squared circle uh certainly marched to the beat of his own drummer had a lot in common maybe with a sort of a latter-day rebel like uh, bruiser brody really did what he wanted to do where he wanted to do it and then picked up and moved along um but uh unlike brody even though brody was a bad dude pezik was a legit hooker and shooter and could uh, dismantle a guy twice his size if need be with his cat-like reflexes which of course earned him that nickname of the tiger man um Todd, thoughts on Pezik and Muldoon? Well, always uh, cool to have some more guys from the Pioneer era and also updating a couple guys who were in our black and white sets. Uh, you know, I, I first learning about both these wrestlers through the Legends game, which is, again, a great thing about the Legends game, just finding out about all these great historical figures you wouldn't know otherwise. Uh, but yeah, really cool to do some new versions there. Uh, some cool artwork by Warner. You know, it's tough finding some good uh, references for guys, you know, 
you know, from over a hundred years ago, but yeah, I think he did a pretty good job adapting uh, some of those. I especially like the Muldoon one, which I think actually is a picture from his acting days yeah. instead of his wrestling days, but I thought that definitely looked like a really cool, uh, cool pose and, and get up there. He looks like he's about ready to step into the Coliseum and yeah. know, do, do battle. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Absolutely. Pretty, pretty cool. Uh, Mike, what about you? Thoughts on Pezik and Muldoon? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a student of history, so I always enjoy when we can kind of turn back the page and look at some of these uh, names from the far past to sort of learn a little bit more about uh, how wrestling uh, evolved as a sport. And I, and I think these guys are two notable characters. I mean, Muldoon, as you said, really noted for his conditioning at a time when conditioning wasn't as much of a focus of athletes. I think he really uh, was one of the guys who helped move that forward. Um, and, you know, the Tiger Man you know, had a bit of a rep himself. So I think there's a lot of possibilities for promoters if they want to have a guy who's a bit of an enforcer uh, for someone else. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Muldoon, you know, reading about him, his influence is is felt, I think, even today because there were so many athletes at the turn of the century uh, and shortly after that were kind of using his methods because he was, you know, he taught uh, and trained a lot of guys uh, in his particular style. And there were so many people that picked up on that, you know, not just amateur wrestlers, but boxers and other professional athletes. And um, I think it's it's probably arguable that, that his influence is felt even to this day. Uh, interesting thing about um Pezik too is the fact that you know he always proclaimed that um and and people have written about him that you know he didn't he didn't necessarily prescribe to the idea or the notion that wrestling was a work um for him it was it was always a shoot now I, I tend to think based off of some of the other things that i've read that that in and of itself was a bit of work uh but there's no denying that he was 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 just a bad man uh in the squared circle and uh the two championships um of record that that he owned he neither won nor lost. He was awarded the title in both instances and stripped of the title in both instances. And uh, I, that's partly because he, he wouldn't, he wouldn't lose. He wouldn't cooperate and he wouldn't always cooperate in the ring apparently with his opponents either. Uh, so it was, it was always a fight when you were in there with, with John Pesek. Um Interesting characters. Awesome to have the updates. Um, I neglected to mention that before you had Todd, but um I think that they, these are two more than worthy updates and obviously fit perfectly with the set. And it's really cool to see both of those cards, uh, both of those characters in color now. Uh, and then on the GWF front, uh, the Origins 2137 teaser was about none other than Shane and Scorn. And we got some really killer new artwork for Scorn, you know, straight out of the pages of a dime store Western novel. Um, she looks great. Uh, the, you know, the blurb about the two of them, um, I think uh, it, it, it's... It, rife with possibilities obviously uh and, and certainly the mention of um shane potentially you know having that baby face turn and maybe joining forces with endgame the tease of that will that happen will it not happen we're only a few days away from finding out so uh i'm really looking forward to seeing what shane's storyline uh has in store for us uh, he's certainly been a fan favorite character over the past few years and um It'll be cool to see what Tom Tom has up his sleeve. Mike, what are your thoughts on uh, Shane and Scorn? Well, I think I think Shane's a really uh, intriguing character. I think a lot of people, you know, obviously, are really into the character, and I, I think people have been looking for something to happen with him and Sly. You know, having two you know alpha personalities together for 
you know, a, a year or two sort of makes sense after that as you start to wonder how long can they stick together. So yeah. I, I think that, uh, you know, I mean, based on the teaser we saw, I think something's happened. Yeah, absolutely. Now, and, and just to be, you know, just to be completely clear here, uh, I, I don't want to mislead anyone that we did not necessarily get any sort of official announcement for an updated Shane card. It was just that Shane, of course, was in this announcement, uh, along with Scorn's uh, new artwork, which obviously we're getting a new card for her. I'm not necessarily saying we're not getting a new card for Shane. I'm just saying that there's no official word on whether or not we're getting a new card for Shane, uh, for the record. For the record, um, no, no, no mention yet of a, of a Shane card. Uh, Todd, what are your thoughts on this announcement? Uh, no, really cool. I, I, I love the Shane character. And yeah, kind of good to kind of see him kind of go in a different direction uh, here. Um, and, and I really I, I like the new twist on Scorn. She kind of didn't really kind of seem to have much of a gimmick or really kind of fit in just as well. Because, you know, kind of coming out of like the old feud before with, um, you know, uh, Helson and all that. Uh, and I think now she's got like a good new gimmick there. The finisher, which you'll, you'll see later on is great, uh, for her. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think overall a really positive thing and it'll be, uh, interesting to see what people's reactions are to uh, where they show up. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I mean, it's definitely one of those storylines that, um, knowing what little I know about 2137 going into this weekend, um, and, and of course all the big reveals, uh, it's certainly one of the storylines that's got my interest peaked. And it, it, it seems to me as of right now, the, the balance of storylines, the plates spinning in the air that Tom has for 2137, uh, is pretty fantastic that, that, that people are going to be very pleased across the board. Um, there's certainly going to be some big surprises there's going to be um there's going to be you know just a lot of cool stuff obviously because it's it's that time of year uh yeah. and uh, i'm really really looking forward to it i i really enjoyed 2136 uh, a great deal i thought there was some really cool stuff that came out of that some really cool new characters i'm looking forward to the new characters that uh have already been you know announced for uh, 2137 as well so yeah friday friday can't get here soon enough right yeah, um, we don't even know what we know about half the set at this point. So right. Uh there's a lot of lot of question marks. Um, speaking of Galacticon, of course, uh, Todd, why don't you uh, give us the give us the rundown, man? What's the schedule for this weekend? All right. So um, yeah. So just uh, we updated the schedule uh, this uh, past uh, maybe a couple of days ago there uh, with our Friday night get together and the schedule for that. Um, so. From five uh, this Friday, July seventh. So from five to seven, we're going to be at uh, Molly Malone's. Um, McGuire's, McGuire's, you Molly keep McGuire's. Malone. I keep on saying yeah. Malone. I, I know another place <laughs> called Molly Malone's. So like I always call that Molly McGuire's. Sorry about that. <laughs> Molly McGuire's. We're going to be there um, uh, at uh, five o'clock and uh, till till seven for the official release of uh, twenty one thirty seven and kind of getting together with everybody up front. And then at seven o'clock, we're going to switch over to our virtual get together. Uh, and uh, the virtual room is going to open at seven o'clock. We're going to actually, they'll be kind of open for kind of just, you know, meet and greet and kind of saying hi to everybody at first for half an hour at seven 30, we're going to have the official program start. Uh, we'll announce the last card in the uh, Thez Trago, Trago's Thez set, as well as the Galacticon exclusive cards. And then we'll do a little bit of a, 
you know, Q&A, a short Q&A for a little bit until about 8 o'clock. Uh, at 8 o'clock, we are going to have a game that's going to be hosted uh, by uh, Grant Pajoko from the Phil Singer Games Fan Podcast, as well as uh, Jack Duracos, a.k.a. Loud and Noxious. Uh, they will be hosting a game of Quiplash, uh, which uh, I know Grant had hosted one uh, a couple weeks ago, and that was a lot of fun. So uh, they're going to be hosting a, a version there as well, and uh, hopefully get people to participate in that. Uh, then on Saturday is the official con. We're going to be back at Molly McGuire's. <laughs> there we go. I got it right that time. Uh, Molly McGuire's at 11 o'clock in the morning. Um, and that's, we're going to go from 11 to five on Saturday, 11 to two 30 is going to be tournament time. So we'll be having three different tournaments there. Um, that'll both be both virtual and in person. We'll be running concurrently. It'll be the same tournaments on both sides and uh, all winners of all tournaments will go to the Galacticon Cup on Sunday. So we have a 2137 tournament, a Best of the Indies tournament, as well as a Big Legends of Wrestling tournament that will feature all pretty much, I think, uh, a good portion of the uh, the new TNT wrestlers, as well as some other top ones, uh, top guys from um, throughout all the different Color Legends sets. Uh, 2.30 to 3.30, we're going to have a, um, uh, a Q&A with the staff and also talk about a lot of our second half and more so our, our fall releases, uh, what to expect from there. We'll have uh, some members of the Legends team as well as uh, Ty and uh, Zeke from the uh, Indies uh, team will be there in person, uh, kind of talk about some of the things upcoming there. And then uh, Mike will talk a little bit about some other Champions of the Galaxy stuff coming up, which I think you might have a hint of what that's going to be. <laughs> um, and then from 3.30 to 5, we extended the time a little bit just due to the amount of items uh, donated, but we'll be having our charity auction from 3.30 to 5. Uh, if you're in person or online, you can participate in that. Um, we have a great lineup of different stuff that's been uh, donated by a number of different people. So go to the website, and uh, if you have a ticket, you'll have a, a link there with uh, to, to all the items as well uh, that you can bid on. Uh, Sunday morning, uh, we'll be back at 11 o'clock at uh, Molly McGuire's. And uh, we will uh, also, it'll be online as well. We're going to do our Canada Cup from 11 to 1230. Uh, that'll be, uh, that's the one where we uh, have different, uh, we'll have four different um, pools of, uh, of wrestlers and, and uh, promoters. Uh, you'll have a round robin and then the winners of the round robins go on to a single elimination uh, semifinals. Uh, the winners of the virtual and the, um in-person con will play against each other uh for the number one seed in the galacticon cup tournament so that will be one match that will be between the online and the in-person up until then it, everything is pretty much separated um just so you know the the theme this year for the canada cup was going to be uh gwf uh history so there's going to be four different brackets and each bracket is going to be a different period in gwf history uh, nice. so be really cool. And, uh, Wolf is represented in each one of the four brackets <laughs> cool <as well. laughs> Jim Steele will find a home in any bracket, any, any bracket. Jim Steele will be welcome. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. 
1230 to 1, we're going to have our uh, Champions of the Galaxy trivia contest. That's going to be, um, you will uh, participate with that with your mobile device. Uh, both people in person and uh, virtually be able to participate using their mobile device. Uh, we'll be doing it through uh, quizzes, which is what we've done for the last uh, two trivia contests that well works out uh, pretty well. Uh, Jim Steinhoff uh, has created all the questions. So there's some easy ones and there's some diabolical ones as, as usual. Of course. Of course. Uh, speaking of diabolical, from uh, 1 to 2 p.m., uh, this is, all, again, Eastern time, we have The Dark Menace's Lair with Tom Filsinger. Uh, unfortunately, Tom won't be there in person, but he will be with us virtually. Um, and uh, Sam and him will kind of talk about everything uh, going on uh, with the Origins 2137. And who knows what else uh, Tom S- has. S- Sam, are you sure you can handle a full hour with Tom? You sure you, you... you know what? I think I'm equipped for it. A year ago, I don't know, man. I don't know. But now I feel as though the experience that I've gained through this podcast, through the interactions I've had with him since, I think I'm ready for this. Okay. Well, we'll have to make sure you're, you're, you you know, gargle some salt water, get, get loosened up beforehand. I'm going to (laughs) stay hydrated. I'm going to stay hydrated, man. Uh, I'm going to stay away from PEDs, but, uh, but I'll I'll stay hydrated and uh, I'll be ready. I'll be ready. Excellent. Excellent. (laughs) Uh, and then finally from two to three is going to be our Galacticon cup tournament there. So four online qualifiers for uh, in-person qualifiers. And uh, we will, um, uh, yeah, we'll crown the new champion. We have, we'll have the belt there uh, and uh, we'll, we'll see who uh, walks away with all the hardware this year. Wow. It is, it is, it is uh I can't even speak. I'm, I'm speechless after all that. It's going to be jam-packed and, and a lot of fun. Um, it sounds like uh, things are just going to be moving right along uh, and lots of uh, wonderful events as usual. It's, it's kind of mind-boggling to think that, you know, a year away from being in person, this feels like such a treat. Uh, and not only that, because of the advantages uh, that were learned last year with being virtual, now we have the opportunity to do both in-person and virtual in tandem. Uh, I think it, you know, makes the event even more inclusive than before because there's so many more people that can take part that aren't necessarily able to make the trip for one reason or another. Um, it's going to be a lot of fun and you're going to learn a lot. And let me tell you on Friday, there are going to be some jaws, you know, hitting the floor for a lot of different reasons. I think uh, people are going to be really impressed by that last name in the Tragos Thez set. I think uh, people are going to be just hyped over the, um, that's not a, a clue, by the way, <laughs> my use of the word hype, uh, but they're going to be very, very hyped over um, the announcements for the Galacticon exclusive cards. And then uh, when people get their hands on that Origins 2137 booklet, it's going to be, um, it's big, guys. It's big. Uh, it's a big book. <laughs> Yeah, it's it, it, there's some thickness there. Uh, <laughs> so I think um, I think people are going to uh, have a lot to digest on that Friday night, and there's going to be a lot of cool chatter, I am sure, uh, into the wee hours. Uh, I wish I could be there in person, um, but it's it's going to be a fun time. Mike, anything in particular you're looking forward to the most? Jeez, well, uh, I was going to say I think the first thing that people in general should be looking forward to is the fact that it doesn't start till eleven o'clock Eastern, and it gives them time to actually read this book because it's it is a, it is a monster of a book. Right. Um, it's not the longest one Tom's ever written, but I think it's the second longest. Todd, does that sound right to you? 
pretty close. Uh, probably. There, there's been yeah. so many long ones. I haven't done the count myself. <laughs> this is yeah. up there for sure. Yeah. So a lot, a lot, lot of stuff in there and some, some very, very cool stuff that has not been teased in any way. Uh, so I think that's really cool. But in terms of Galacticon, yeah. I think the, the thing I'm looking forward to the most is just seeing friends. I, you know, it's been, um, you know, it's, it's been a, a long year and change for everybody year and a half. Um, yeah. and I think it'll be nice to actually, uh, get the game community together. I think the virtual piece is great, uh, for those who can't make it, but to me being there, there's nothing like being there in person. And I think that, uh, it's fantastic that we're able to do that again this year. Yeah, it's I, certainly going to be uh, it's going to be a learning experience for uh, Mike and I. Also, trying to do one of these hybrid tournaments. We've, you know, I think after a couple now, we've kind of got our, our rhythm down on the online ones. Obviously, over the years, we kind of got the in person, but doing the hybrid, this is going to be uh, a little different. So Wait, we'll, he. he- he asked me what I was looking forward to, Todd. I know. I know. <laughs> I know I'm not looking forward to that. But yeah, that's, I'm not looking. I was, I was avoiding that topic. But yeah, hopefully people uh, bear with us a little bit and, and sort of as we work out some inevitable kinks and, and, and try to make all that work. But I think it's, uh, it, it, it's bound to be fun. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we have uh, Troy and TK are kind of our online um, or virtual tournament masters there so they're going to be running most of the uh action tournament there. moderators nobody's Mo- moderators yeah master. i guess yeah, there's on, only let's, one let's master go. so yeah exactly so they'll be running it on so thanks to those guys uh for running that uh for us there and then um yeah and then in person uh, back to old school galacticon tournaments i'm kind of uh, excited to play against uh, some other people there should be a lot of fun Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It'll be really, really cool. I'm looking forward to seeing, um, you know, who all is there virtually and who all is there uh, in person and, and just kind of getting that interaction down for the first time and seeing what it's, what it's like, you know, if, uh, uh, if, if we're like the, the, you know, a junior high school dance and you've got your virtual side of the gym and your in-person side of the gym, or if we find a way to, to, to make it a real mixer. Uh, but it, it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. And, and like you say, I mean, there's a learning curve just, I mean, just as there was last year um it's it's a new experience and i think uh people are certainly hungry for the opportunity to to meet in person but there's a lot of people that aren't going to be able to be there that i think uh, are equally hungry to be able to attend and take part and and you know get get all the uh the info and the fact that uh, as we you know chronicle the second half of of our run of galacticons here uh in just a minute um that there was certainly a time when something like this would have never even been in anyone's imagination it would have been like the stuff out of science fiction so uh the fact that we're able to actually put it into reality is pretty cool um so galacticon road to galacticon here we go we're we're almost there before uh we we get on to the the main thread here though i do want to throw it to our tournament uh our tournament not our tournament our contest I got tournaments on the brain after all the Galacticon talk. Uh, so we ran our very first uh, contest ever here on Roll Up. It was indeed a review contest. Uh, people submitted reviews, and then uh, either you know we were able to see those reviews depending on where you submitted them, or we got emails with you know screenshots of the review, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We were able to uh, call those reviews together, and we have two winners. Um, of course, the the first place, first prize winner, if you will, will get the choice between. Um, um, the first, you know, batch of legends cards before there was actually a legend set, uh, or the re- refresh my memory, Todd, what was the secondary prize there that we had, uh, on offer? 
Oh, oh he's on mute. My mind. He's what? on mute. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, that's okay. We'll 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 figure it out. There's two prizes, uh, and uh, we've 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 said it before, so you, you might have to remind us here. There's a lot going on at Fed HQ, as you can imagine. Uh, that said, drum roll, please. Our our first prize winner for the uh, review contest is Cappy Swine. Um, I don't, I don't unfortunately have a real name to go with that. Uh, I just know that that was the handle that was used for the review. Uh, so Cappy Swine, if you're listening to this episode, uh, we'll also throw something up on the message boards as well. Uh, reach out, uh, get us uh, an address and, uh, you're going to get your choice between, um, the original run of legends cards prior to there being a legends of wrestling set, uh, or, whatever that second prize was. Oh, I remember what it was, the oh, COTG yeah. live event cards um, yes. with uh, Omega and, and Loud and Noxious. So uh, Stevie Richards as Omega. Uh, so some some cool, cool prizes. Either way, you get your choice. Uh, and then whichever one you don't choose, our second place winner for the Review Drive contest is none other than Malice Lover. Uh, Malice Lover, uh, we, we, we see you on the boards. We, we see all those comments. We appreciate you. A great deal and uh we'll we'll certainly uh be in touch uh just get us the address and uh we'll we'll get you the uh the the second place prize whichever it may be you, you don't know it's like a grab bag here um so we, we're excited to have that first contest under our belts uh we certainly want to run more in the future we've got a lot of great ideas i think they're great ideas maybe i shouldn't say that we have a lot of ideas <laughs> you can decide whether or not they're great uh and we'll go ahead and uh get some more wonderful prizes that i can tell you they will be wonderful prizes um coming your way soon for future contests um so thank you guys all very much for the reviews we really do appreciate it again it just helps the visibility of the podcast and uh, of course the more ears that we can reach the more eyes that there are on the game and who knows what can that can lead to um you know more connections are made and, and before you know it we've got kurt angle in the game so you know, it, it can happen one way or another, uh, whether it's because somebody heard a podcast or somebody went to a convention or, you know, somebody went to high school with somebody's sister. You never know. Um, so moving along, I do want to mention on a sad note, you know, there's unfortunately there's there's been um, a lot of passings in the wrestling community uh, since we've started this podcast. And we've mentioned a few here and there just because they seem to have a little bit more uh, of an impact uh, on the game and, and on the podcast and, uh, you know, your your hosts here. Uh, but the, that is certainly not to take away from the impact of any of the losses that the community has experienced over this past year. Um, but that said, we, we did lose who's um, uh, a member of the game, um, Del Wilkes, the Patriot, passed away this past week. Um, there's actually a High Spots documentary uh, on him that I purchased a, a little over a year ago. High Spots today, a wonderful sort of, you know, pandemic fire sale where they slash their prices um, on, on a bunch of stuff. And I, I picked up a box of things, which were actually packed by none other than the Man Scout um, Jake Manning, which I thought was cool. But anyway, um, the documentary was, was a wonderful look into the life and career of Del Wilkes. And, um, he, he was really, uh, an incredible talent, um, and, and had a pretty incredible life 
both from his you know his college football days in through uh, his his journey in the squared circle and you know being a huge fan of all Japan pro wrestling in, in the 90s uh, his presence was certainly felt and um, Kenta Kobashi actually tweeted out um, his condolences and talked about how uh, fierce of a competitor he was which you know I- anyone who knows anything about pro Riso knows that uh, a compliment from Kenta Kobashi goes a long way so uh, I thought that was pretty cool and then of course there's been a lot of other tributes paid so just wanted to um mention you know del wilkes the patriot we've we've got uh, an awesome color card for him that uh was uh, part of uh promoter prime um so if you if you've not yet uh, subscribed to prime um you know take a take a look and and you know you can have that card and add that card to uh your your collection um any, any thoughts todd on, on del wilkes the patriot um, I mean, uh, not too much. Unfortunately, I didn't get to watch a lot of his uh, career. I kind of wasn't really following during his WWF run or during the WCW. Uh, you know, I did go back and see some of his uh, matches late, later on. I know one in particular versus Bret Hart, I think soon after yeah. Bret won the championship was one that definitely comes to mind as a big high point there and really enjoyed uh, seeing some of his work uh, working there. I know a little bit about some of his tag team work, I think, as well uh in the past uh so i mean it definitely uh definitely always sad to to lose a member uh, of the community yeah, absolutely. You mentioned uh, his, you know, his his feud with Bret Hart um and that was the thing that I um I think recognized him for the most until I got into all Japan, which is funny because his all Japan run was actually prior to that, but I didn't really get into all Japan until about 99. Um, and, uh, his, his feud with Bret Hart was something that, that I took note of, um, right away. I, you know, I thought it was cool. You didn't see a lot of masked wrestlers at that particular time in WWF. Um, and so it was a big deal, especially that he was, you know, in a main event feud here. Um, cause I can't really count Vader as a masked wrestler as crazy as that might sound. Cause he wrestled without it. Sometimes it would get torn. Out. It wasn't, it wasn't as big of a deal as, as others, but anyway. Um, so yeah, his, his feud with Bret Hart was definitely something that I, that I remembered. And, um, yeah, uh, um, uh, his WCW days, uh, obviously, um, that was right around the time when I think I stopped watching WCW, um, the first time, uh, they brought me back when, you know, when the NWO kicked off, but, uh, I did, so I didn't see much of him actually, um, as, as stars and stripes with, uh, with Bagwell until, until much later, Mike, what about you? Any thoughts on Del Wilkes? Uh, it's just, it's, it's a terrible shame to lose somebody that young. I mean, I, I don't, I think that anytime you lose somebody that young, regardless of the walk of life, it's a tragedy, I think. Um, but, but he touched a lot of people. I mean, kind of, you know, uh, the patriotic wrestler who, who, you know, stood up for America. And I think that that, uh, you know, that gimmicks sold then and it's, you know, it still sells now. And, and I think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a great gimmick, a, a great wrestler. And I'm um, just sad that he passed. Yeah. Yeah, I absolutely. Um, it, it was an incredible, incredible gimmick and he, uh, he sold it well. And I think it was, you know, part of it was as, as Jim Ross used to say, it was, it was true. You know, I mean, he had this background, uh, as, as a collegiate athlete, a standout collegiate athlete. And he really kind of, um, I, I think touched a chord, you know, with some people just because of his background. Um, he seemed legit. He seemed real. Um, there were a couple of episodes that he did, um, on Steve Austin's podcast. And I, I remember listening to them in the gym of all places back when I worked out 
Ah, those were the days. Um, and uh, uh, I remember listening to those episodes in the gym and I appreciated his frankness and discussion too about his addiction with painkillers and, and steroids. And uh, I think he was, he was a really cool guy. And, and that documentary, the title of that is Behind the Mask, which you can find over on High Spots. Um, it's, it's a really cool documentary. There, there's some really great footage in there. Um, obviously none of it from, from his WWF days or WCW days, but there's some pretty cool stuff, um, you know, kind of from, from everywhere else, including a, a lengthy discussion about his uh his college football days so um so yeah rest in peace to del wilkes um again it's just wonderful to have him in the game pay tribute to to the legacy that he leaves behind in the squared circle so that said let's shift our gears here and move on to our main event i think it's time to chronicle galacticon uh we left off uh in 2005 uh i believe last time around uh and so we're moving in now to july 8th through the 9th 2006 at the oh wait what's this not the sheldon house the jamestown community college that's right the first time in 16 years we go someplace other than the sheldon house uh jamestown community college and uh, there's a very familiar name here on the galacticon cup i'm trying to wipe the cobwebs and dust away since it was such a long time ago uh mike do you happen to know whose name that is i think that that might have been me (laughs) (laughs) might have been me yeah yeah and you know what you 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 earn even more of my adoration because the wrestler you used to win that galacticon cup was none other than my favorite gwf wrestler my favorite gladiator the one and only thunder um super super cool uh do you have any memories of that of that tournament yeah i won that was that was my memory Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um no, it was cool. I mean, I Thunder's a big favorite of mine, so I was really happy to to, to get him. Uh, I think I got into the Galactic Cup, if I remember. We had a create a character contest where you, they had this uh, hmm. some sheet where you could roll dice, you know, roll dice to actually create your character stats. So you randomly hmm. generated your stats, and I used that character to win the created character tournament, and that gave me my spot in the Galactic Cup. So, nice. Right. I'm pretty sure Todd, right? That was, uh, I think that's yeah. what we did, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was, yeah. I remember we definitely did that over at the, at the college there. Um, yeah. I don't remember doing it any other time, but it definitely helped you there. Nope. No, just the one time. And, 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 you know, I guess I, you know, I found that lots of times when I did something, the, the rules changed so that it never happened again. That's right. Like, you know, <laughs> there, there used to be one, you know, you, you, you won two tournaments, you got to buy and first pick. Well, that rule got blown away. And so all these different things happened when it would have been advantage to me so i think that once they figured out that was my tournament that they were going to kill it that yeah was, that was, exactly that you, that you was promised <laughs> oh man um yeah that's cool that's actually a really cool uh i remember seeing um rules for that for being able to like roll up your character but i yeah, gosh it's been so long i don't know if I even have them on a hard drive somewhere or anything, I imagine they're floating out there somewhere, but uh, I, I may even have it in, in a box of memorabilia somewhere from one of the Galacticons. I may, I may, I know the box it would be in. I just haven't gone through it. So it's uh but it was 15 years ago. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, you know, one of the cool things too, uh, this segues nicely into uh, the fact that speaking of created cards, that promoter madness, Set one uh, was released around this time. No, the, the drawing, uh, drawing was drawing was at the, that Galacticon. Yeah, 
Oh, it was oh oh. Well, then then my notes are off because that's that's not what this leads me to believe at all. <laughs> I can tell you that was where they had the drawing for it. So well, there you go. Well, there you go. Well, uh, let's talk a little bit about Promoter Madness One. I have the set. Um, it's it's well, it's a little far away right now. But anyway, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about that and about you know where that the idea for that came from um, and and you know any memories uh, of the uh, the cards or you know any of the names that were a part of that set. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think you know with us shifting to the Sheldon out of the Sheldon House into the the, the college, which again was uh, which was crazy for so many of us that have been there for so many years. You know, some longer than me. Uh, I guess the one nice thing was, you know, air conditioning, air conditioning is always <laughs> a good thing in the summer. So that, that was a positive, uh, but it's a nice big open space, things like that. But, you know, Tom wanted some other big draw to get real, get people up, up to, uh, Jamestown. So this was something that he wanted to do. Oh, let's do some type of a contest where if you're there and your name is chosen, you get to create a character for, um, you know, that, that, that's in this promoter madness and where it kind of went from there, we didn't really know. Eventually, it did become the GWFZ um, and everything after that. But uh, yeah, this was the the first big uh, first big drawing. Uh, I remember Nightmare Nikki was on the cover of that set. That was mm-hmm. a really neat uh, piece there. Um, I remember Thomas Keen's son won a spot. He did a tribute card to uh, create a, a character that Dave Simonak uh, had done. Uh, a number of years ago uh, so there's definitely some really you know cool cool ideas in that set yeah it, you know i remember when i got the set uh i i thought it was a really cool set uh but one of the things that kind of struck me is it felt like uh, and, and i mean this in a good way it felt a lot like kind of the dark side of cotg a lot of these characters were kind of you know a little bit darker a little bit uh uh, you know, something that 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 would have fit well in in like a horror film or something like that in a lot of cases. And I thought that that was pretty, uh, pretty cool because it was a little bit different from, uh, a, you know, kind of what we were currently at that time, you know, getting from uh, from the GWF, although that would that would change, uh, you know, pretty soon after actually thinking about it now. Um, Mike, what were your thoughts on Promoter Madness? Well, I, I thought it was a really cool concept. I thought it was neat uh, for game fans to, you know, be able to create a character that became, you know, officially part of the universe. And I think that was something that uh, uh, was a real draw for people. I think there was a lot of uh, folks who maybe made their first trek to Galacticon in order to get their shot at that. And, and I think it turned out really well. It was a great set. Um I think uh, Rob coordinated it. It was, uh, you know, he did a great job bringing a lot of very different characters together and actually having it be a cohesive kind of story. So I thought that was cool. I think, um, you know. And if I'm not mistaken, this is the first Warner official set was Promoter Madness 1. Uh, after early classics, yeah. After uh, early classics. All right, early classics, uh, and, and then this this was his, his uh, second official um set you know and uh, the first one that was no that he knew it was an official set when he started it that's right (laughs) (laughs) well i think part of that you know tom liked the idea of having someone that was a promoter you know to do the artwork and then it just kind of snowballed from there uh with with warner being involved with uh with with so many other things after that point 
Yeah, it, it, you know, it was interesting. It was exciting to me at the time. I remember because uh, I, I had created, you know, a stack of characters um, in, you know, like 99, 2000, um, you know, early, early 2000s or so. And uh, the the opportunity uh, that that one of those characters could, you know, maybe one day be represented in a set like this was just very, very exciting and very cool. And, you know, that didn't that didn't happen um, at the time. I mean, GWFZ Territories had a character that I had created, but it was, it was that was a weird circumstance because I didn't actually submit the character. It was another promoter that did it kind of on my behalf. But um, but I thought it was uh, I thought it was it, it was a really cool way to kind of open up the doors because bootlegs have been such a huge part of the the community and and now here was an opportunity to have those characters be represented in this like feeder fed you know GWFZ um, and there were some cool characters you know I mean like Assassin X and Doctor Pain and Morbid and you know and then there were some you know some really interesting characters like Cuddly Claw uh, so it was just it was I think overall it was just a really cool uh, a really cool set. Sledgend was a personal favorite. Well, yeah. <laughs> He's family, you know. So. <laughs> uh, one other thing I will say about uh, Galacticon 2006 uh, before we move on, though, is uh, that at the conclusion of this convention, I remember I remember it uh, being out in the parking lot uh, before heading home, and and you know talking to Tom and and a couple other people, and you know, Tom was like, oh, you know. Uh, you know, just doing this convention is just, you know, so, you know, it's just so much going on. I really wish I could have someone really kind of help run the convention and stuff going forward. And so you know, I'm there, I'm like, uh, I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of started me, I mean, I was already doing the tournaments, but that kind of started me doing a little bit more. And then I guess after I got home, uh, you know, and I talked to Tom about it, he's like, you know, I could really use help on other things too. And then, yeah, that really kind of snowballed after that point. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so it begins. <laughs> um, you know, worth noting real quick too, that uh, um, Legends Teams um, is mentioned here in the notes. Did that, now that came out. Um, that came out at the con. Yeah, at the con. So um, what a great set. I mean, there were some incredible, incredible names that were included in that set um personal favorites of mine of course with fabulous kangaroos al costello and, and um roy heffernan I, i've used those tag that tag team uh, so much over the years they've been one of my you know kind of like just uh um stalwarts of of my legends feds uh that i've that i've run over the years and of course dr the steve williams uh you had uh, bob and brad armstrong ray stevens ivan koloff dennis condry uh larry henning and kurt henning uh, of course was you know a, a big deal at the time as well so uh, a really cool legend set uh that came out uh, at the con that year as well And then uh, a year later, back at Jamestown Community College, July 7th and 8th, 2007, the 18th annual Galacticon. Um, Todd, take us away. Tell us about this Galacticon. Yeah, so back at the uh, Jamestown Community College yet again. Uh, this is the first time that uh, Warner Meek was able to join us in person. Um, I believe, I, I, I know he traveled up with me a couple years in a row. I believe this this was the first uh year that uh, he traveled along with me up to uh, to G-Con. Um, and he actually won a spot in Promoter Madness 2 that we held that year. Um, and then one other big guest uh, for us at the con that year was uh, Grant Pachoco uh, making uh, his uh, debut there. And 
uh, the Throwing Toasters put on a concert on Saturday night at the Jamestown Community College, which was a ton of fun. Unfortunately, the uh, you know the rest of the band was so sad about Amazing Man leaving that they couldn't didn't show up at the community college. So it was just Grant protest. had to go by himself. They, 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 yeah. was a little they protested. <laughs> yeah, they protested. So Grant had to do the show by himself, but he did a fantastic job. Uh, and uh, yeah, definitely a big highlight. You know, I think Tom said it's like yeah, like the. It was like the Beatles coming to Shea Stadium, you know, to, 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 and uh, throwing toasters at Galacticon. You know, same, same. <laughs> there. Uh, but yeah, so Promoter Madness 2 was that year. I won a spot in Promoter Madness that year and created the Tournament Master, who was later renamed, uh, you know, got the nickname Totalis. That wasn't uh, his original name, but just Tournament Master. I know Werner uh, had a, I think, uh, Darth Brooks, I think, was his character in that one. So, yeah, some definitely some some fun characters in that one. Yeah, uh, you know, it's funny because that was uh, a set that I missed out on. Um, I did not pick it up at the time that it came out, and uh, it just you know kind of fell through the cracks. So it's it's a set that I don't have. Um, luckily, you know, I, I do have the message boards, which tells me all I need to know about. The names that were included, um, yeah, uh, it looked like it was a really cool set. And and this was also when um, Promoter Madness and GWFZ in general started to have a little bit more of a storyline and mm-hmm. some feuds. You know, the first set was basically just kind of like a motley collection of, of, of wrestlers um, that, that gave promoters the, you know, kind of the playground uh, sandbox to do whatever they wanted to do. Uh, whereas, you know, this slowly but surely started to introduce some, you know, some storylines and, and uh, actual feuds between uh, wrestlers, which I thought was really cool and you know got to see a lot of those names along the way uh, of course uh, you mentioned in feds and that sort of stuff um mike w- memories of this con well th- i mean this was a lot of fun i mean i, I think meeting warner uh meeting grant i mean those were two kind of cool things um grant's concert was uh, throwing toasters definitely put on a show um you know just really i mean it was just a lot of fun and i think we were kind of uh making ourselves feel at home at the community college, you know, it was, it was the, you know, the the first year was kind of, uh, it wasn't like the first Galacticon kind of weird, but it was odd after all those years in Shelton house to sort of walk into a different place and kind of figure out how everything was going to work. But I think that it started to get a little smoother as I recall the second year. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Um, and then uh, moving right along to our next year, uh, 2008, July 12th through the 13th, back again at Jamestown Community College. Uh, Mike, take take us away, man. Tell us about uh, Galacticon 19. Well, well, the funny thing is, it's the, the that was the first Galacticon I had missed, I believe, since 2001, as I recall. If I recall, Todd, I think that was the the Necro Butcher year. Was that was that the one that we was that that yeah, year? Yeah, that's the one that we're talking yeah, about. I, th- yeah. I think that's the one I missed. And I, I had something that prevented me from going. And so I was sitting there desperately trying to get news on what was going on. As I think I, we had uh, the beginnings of a discussion board then. And there's certain leaks out there, certain, I think, uh, fake leaks that went out there one time too. You know, yeah, That was later. The fake leaks were later. That, that was another year. year. That okay. was not the year of the fake leaks. I, I, re- I, was in, I was in Jamestown for the year of the fake leaks. That yeah. Was, so, but uh, I will say, so the Friday night we uh, we had a get together at um, we always called it the Holiday Inn, but it's changed brand names over the years many many times. We're in the bar bar there for the release of uh, um, 
of 2123. And, um, you know, we, you know, here I got word from Tommy's like, oh, yeah, some wrestler contacted me and I think he's going to show up for Friday night. <laughs> well, do you remember who it was? I don't remember what his name was. You know, I'm like, okay. And we had just released Legends of the Future 1 not too long before that. And, you know, we get, in, get into the bar and whatnot, and we, we look over the, at the bar and see a familiar face, and there's another other than the Necro Butcher at the bar, <laughs> uh, who was such a cool guy. He was he uh, was a game player back in the day. You know, he ordered everything, you know, back, you know, in the in the 90s and whatnot and, and, and played all the time. And uh, it was really cool to meet him. We did a tournament uh, that night and uh, with all the Legends of the Future guys in it. And Necker Butcher won the tournament as himself, which wow. was amazing. It was really, really cool. So he was invited to come back for Sunday for the Galactic Hunt Cup. Unfortunately, he had a booking Saturday, you know, wasn't able to make it back. So, uh, you know, he uh, gave up his spot to the runner-up, who was uh, Jim Steele, who unfortunately didn't win again. But that's okay. <laughs> You'd still love Jim Steele. So. <laughs> We did uh, that con. We did. It was only the Saturday at the at the college. We did Sunday. Uh, we were at. Um, I think we did something at Friendlies. Was uh, in the morning where we'd wound up doing the Galacticon Cup, and uh, that one was actually won by uh, Thantos that year. Kevin Horowitz, who's I think the only year he ever came uh, to the con, uh, he won with uh, Thantos that year. Nice, nice. Um... Man, Necro Butcher, that that would have been so cool. I he, he's uh, he's an original without a doubt. There's there's no uh, no denying that he's a unique individual. I know he's had a couple of health issues uh, over the past few years, but uh, um, a special talent for sure. And it's really cool that he had that connection with with the game. Um, you two, know, two, two more quick notes on that con. Uh, we did have another special guest, uh, Nitro G, who is the uh, character. You know, uh, you know. Uh, Stanley's show. Yeah. Stanley's show. Uh, what was it? So you want to be a superhero? superhero? Yep. So you want to be a superhero? I believe. Yeah. So you know, as, uh, Darren, uh, who many of us know him as as well, you know, inspired the Nitro card in the GWF. But uh, he came uh, and joined us uh, that year for Galacticon. Uh, definitely a uh, a character there. He uh, rode up with myself and Warner, and uh, was a very entertaining car ride. I will say that. <laughs> very cool to have him along there. Um, even though he had knew nothing about the game, but that didn't stop him from joining in the trivia contest which was which was great (laughs) and then uh one other note i'll say you know unfortunately you know a couple um a couple weeks before the con uh we lost uh uh gary atkinson uh brock's uh dad who uh gary would come up to the con every year uh great great guy and uh you lost him a little a little before the con we wanted to do something to kind of honor as a tribute to him so we did a a character that he created that was kind of his like namesake character that he did in all of his online feds and whatnot did bootlegs for called troy boy we did a new card uh for that uh, in his honor and gary's picture is actually in the headshot in the back um so we did that and and raised some money for uh, a charity uh in his name which uh was very cool so i was glad to be able to do that yeah that's awesome that's awesome um 
Yeah, it, it, what a what a cool year though. I mean, it's a lot, <laughs> a lot of really going cool on that stuff. Year, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, and, and for what it's worth, like Martial Law 2123 uh was was probably one of my favorite set. I really enjoyed the Martial Law years a lot actually. And I think it, it, it in in large part had to do with the fact that in 2123 we got the updated Swarm and Tricks cards and Swarm and Tricks were like without a doubt like my hottest feud for about 2 years straight. Um just just had some uh, awesome fun uh, with with them uh, in particular, but uh, I really enjoyed those years uh, a lot. And um, it, it's funny because looking back at that particular year and looking at like the new cards, there to me, uh, you know, looking back, it's like oh, Iron Hand, okay, fine, Main Event, oh, okay, fine, Nitro, oh, okay, fine. You got Patch, and Patch is pretty awesome, um, but. Uh, but really, you had Swarm tricks, and then Tehran got that you know huge update. Um, but uh, it was yeah, I don't know. It was it was just an interesting time for for my Fed, um, and and unfortunately would end up kind of stalling out shortly thereafter because I think I, sh- I stalled out around twenty one twenty five or twenty one twenty six. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so I, I we haven't really been talking about the the GWF sets that were coming out at the at the time, but I just wanted to kind of mention that real quick because I remember it being a pretty uh, fun time for me personally in, in in that particular era of the GWF. Uh, and then the following year, two thousand nine, July eleventh through the twelfth, Galacticon number twenty. Fittingly, we're back at the Sheldon House. Yeah. And back at Tom's house. Yeah, they're back. Yeah, we really went back for this. Yeah, fr- Friday night. Friday night event was at Tom's house. I remember we were all. Uh, he had a, a picture of Iron Hand hanging up in in the garage, and we they had a contest to see who could guess the identity of Iron Hand. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, everybody that? put their votes in. Everybody put their votes in, and I remember this one because I won that one too. And I actually wound up with a piece of original Sly Drury art as a result of it. So it was nice. Great. Yeah. It was very cool. Oh, that is very, very cool. Uh, speaking of very cool guests, uh, both Chuck Carter and Loud and Noxious. Um, I mean, the fact that Chuck's there for the 20th Galacticon is, is really, really cool. Um, uh, what are your memories uh, of Chuck being there for that Galacticon? Well, the one thing I do remember, uh, well, I guess two two things I remember. Um, first was that uh, Chuck, uh, I think, whereas he did it a couple of years prior, uh, created a character uh, in front of everybody at the con. Uh, so that one wound up being, um, was it the, the Sim, Symbiote? Is that yeah, Symbiote, Symbiot. yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think a couple of years prior, he had done one that became Payback. This one, he did one, the one that became Symbiote. So everybody was out there and he started, you know, drawing on a big piece and, you know, people were, you know, giving comments on, the, you know, how to fill it out or whatnot. And we create everyone created that character as part of it, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, that was that was really cool because and yeah, he had been there two thousand and one. I remember that was the first con I went to, and then he had come back for this one. And and you know, Chuck was just a he was a neat guy. He was I guess Tom had gotten some uh, you know uh, some of the original twenty four game cards, and he was signing them for people and things like that. So that was a uh, um, I know a lot of people got a kick out of that, just being able to sort of you know they talk to Tom, but not as people didn't have as much exposure to Chuck. So I think that was cool for a lot of people. Yeah, uh, that's uh, that sounds really cool though. Um, and then uh, for the Galacticon Cup that particular year, Rob Bobian won with Monolith. Um, I'm sure Tom was happy about that. 
that was a classic uh, monolith versus wolf jim Steele had wolf in the finals against rob's monolith and it was it was a barn burner oh man uh i mean those two can certainly put on a show i you know it's it's funny though because i remember my series of matches between the two of them unfortunately got off to a a a terrible start for wolf he dropped like you know four in a row and i had to kind of you know re-figure my plans because it wasn't going quite as well as i had hoped so i decided i wanted to keep them apart for a while before i got them back together in case monolith ended up you know destroying him again (laughs) so um but that's good to hear i'm glad that that uh that they had a uh, an epic match uh, to cap off that particular Galacticon Cup. Um, any other memories, Mike, uh, of Galacticon 20? Gosh, uh, well, I mean, I, Monolith winning was obviously huge. That was a big uh, win, uh, Rob's first cup, so that was a big uh, deal. I, I mean, to me, the, the big thing was the, the Friday night at, at, at Tom's house and seeing Chuck again. That was really, those were the two big uh, things for the weekend for me. I remember playing at Tom's house. We played ladder ball, which we nicknamed Damio ball. Dam- Damio ball. I forgot about that ladder. That's yeah. It. Ladder <laughs> golf or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you ever played ladder ball, a little, uh, the two balls at the end of the string looked just like Damio's uh, weapon there. So. That was, oh that my was gosh. And the other thing that was kind of ridiculous. I remember was that uh, I think Chuck was arriving and Tom wanted everybody to hide in the back of the Sheldon house so that when he came in, there wouldn't be anybody there. So that Chuck would think that he came in and then everybody had left. Of course, Tom didn't factor in that all of our cars were still parked in the parking lot. So, <laughs> you know, you know, best laid plans, I guess. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> sure. Oh, man. Um, and, you know, we're doing also Martial Law 2124 uh, came out and that was the debut of the Aethron Overmaster, um, which is, you know, been an incredibly important name these past years uh, in the GWF. Uh, and this was uh, this was his first appearance. Um, you know, made an impact right away. Uh, you also had Oracle um coming in which i know that there's a certain someone on this podcast that he's played a big role for uh and um it was cool because insor of course you know came over from gwfz so it was kind of the first time that we'd really seen something like that happen um which was which was pretty neat you know we'd had storylines before where a wrestler was coming from like dimension x or you know another fed or you know like terminus or something like that but this was kind of the first time that we'd actually seen that a card had you know originated in a you know in a set and you know in the feeder system gwfz and now here they are getting kind of promoted up um you know right into the the fdf which is pretty neat so um also got the downgrade for bloodline which just you know hurt me a little bit but oh well these things happen uh so uh yeah i mean it sounds like it was a great it was a great year for the 20th annual galacticon um and then moving into galacticon 21 july 10th through the 11th 2010 uh back at jamestown community college uh todd Take it away. Tell us about this Galacticon. So the big thing with this one, this was uh, the debut of uh, Color Cards with uh, Legends 2125. Uh, uh, remember Friday night? Controversy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of controversy going in where a lot of people did not want color cards. They wanted black and white. I remember putting a poll up on the on the red discussion board and say, like, what should you rather have, you know? And and the more people wanted black and white, I'm like, yeah, they'll get over that. So luckily I think everybody's like, like luckily has uh, well adopted the color cards and uh, are big fans of that now. Uh, but we released that at the cherry lounge on Friday night. That was the, uh, 
the night of the incident where dice went everywhere throughout the the bar there but uh was that the that was the night huh that was the night yes so uh hard to believe it's all it's only been 11 years i know right but uh, luckily, I guess whatever dice that Kevin uh, Weibel was able to retrieve that night, luckily some of them were lucky because he was able to win the Galacticon Cup that year with Endgame, uh, putting his name on the trophy there, which, uh, which was a, a nice fitting ending uh, to the weekend. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I, it's funny to me because I can remember uh, when the announcement came, you know, that uh, we we're going to go from black and white to color. And it, it was it was strange. There was definitely this element of just kind of like, oh, there's something kind of classic about the black and white. I understood why some people were, were hesitant to go forward into the future boldly. Uh, but, but ultimately, you know, it just made a lot of sense, you know, color just seemed cool. And one of the things that is crazy as this might sound that I really, really loved. And when I got that set, you know, in the mail, um, that, that even, uh, even more than the color artwork, there was something about the color on the back of the cards that really just made them pop in a way that they didn't before when it was just black and white. And I really, really love that. I mean, to this day, I love the back of the cards just as much as I love this, you know, awesome color artwork that we're getting. Um, and 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 I can just remember you know, seeing that for the first time, holding it in my hand, just being like, this is so cool. This is just so cool. I think the original prototype, it was still black and white on the back. And oh really? Then, and then later on, it was like, oh, we should do this for the back of the color as well, and yeah, it made a lot of difference. I yeah, yeah. Um, so let's see here. Um, the next year, we move along here back to Jamestown Community College um, uh, for the twenty second Galacticon, July 9th and tenth, two thousand eleven. Um, and let's see, we've got uh, our twenty fifth anniversary cards yeah. and a Chikara set released. My goodness, lot, there was so much cool stuff on there. Yeah, yeah. Kind of uh, no, let's not leave out Matt Dickendesher's win as Star Wars, though. That 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 if Matt would stop listening to the podcast if I didn't uh, shout that. <laughs> <Yes. out. laughs> Well, we certainly don't want that. It is definitely worth mentioning. Yeah, seeing Star Warrior's name etched into uh, the Galacticon Cup um, by by Matt Dickendesher is, is is worth noting, without a doubt. Definitely impressive, given some of the really powerful cards in that that era. You know that he was able to 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 come out and uh, you know still still win. Oh yeah, without a doubt. I mean, there's there's definitely something to be said for for those older cards, you know, still kind of holding up. But at the same time, it, it is funny that a Star Warriors card would be outclassed by you know a lot of the main eventers, you know, of, of today's game, if you will. Uh, we also had a guest that year, Charlie Cox. Todd, what do you remember about Charlie Cox being there? Yeah, Charlie, I guess was someone. Uh, he was a you know, indie manager and I guess a commissioner uh, there that that we we you know, did a card for as part of our um, promotion with Indie uh, Circuit Pulse, which was a magazine when we were just kind of starting some of the uh, indie stuff. Uh, so he happened to I think have family in Jamestown and came by with his son, and I think he came by more than one year just to hang out for for a day, sign some cards, and you know, participate in a couple of tournaments and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely a fun guy uh, to have at the con. Yeah. Real nice guy. I, I, I thought he was, he was down to earth, was willing to talk to everybody, you know, didn't like sit off by himself somewhere really, you know, interacted with people. So I thought that was, a, he was a cool guest. Yeah. 
Nice. Uh, moving right along here to the 23rd annual Galacticon, July 7th through the 8th, 2012, back to Jamestown Community College. Um, we've got Black Death 2128 coming out. Uh, man, the Black Death era hits us. Uh, we also had some really cool guests. Mike, why don't you tell us a little bit about our guests? Well, I, I think that the you know Marty uh, Glit, uh, Glitlin is a, a friend of Tom's uh, who had a serial book out uh, that was kind of cool, uh, and then I think the one that a lot of more promoters seem to remember was uh, Ashley Powell came. She was dressed as she devil. Um, people seem to think that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she had played the part at uh, Gen Con either the year is, before I think maybe I think I think yeah I think it was that spring or something I, I'm trying to remember which it was one of the cons she did earlier in the year I thought but no I think it was a year, year before than that, yeah it? okay but, yeah. but whatever it was yeah she had she had done that so they uh, did she came as a guest and had a special edition she devil card um, that's right I have that card um yeah that it's so cool to to have you know someone like that uh there you know and then of course with the special edition card i I think that is a really cool treat um speaking of cool treats troy xavier was able to win the galacticon cup with end of days um so uh not necessarily a huge surprise that a name like that would would you know claw their way to the top and uh and end up taking home the galacticon cup um any other members? I think the first character that won it the day, like the weekend, the card debuted. Yeah, I think that's the only the only time that that's happened. It certainly looks that way based off of like the the results that we have here. Yeah, um, let's see. So the twenty fourth annual Galacticon, July thirteenth through the fourteenth, two thousand thirteen. And we're back at the Sheldon House, the infamous Sheldon House. Uh, this was a cool one um, for Black Death 2129 being released. Um, and uh, Galacticon Cup winner that year was Jack DeRocos with Matador of M83. We were just talking a little bit ago about Star Warrior being able to win against some of the stacked competition. Well, Matador, you know, uh, arguably, you know, might not even, I mean, I, I, I suppose about, about the same strength as star warrior maybe sure. not quite as strong but you know um so that's a cool win uh, by the matador and, and that was an insane match he fought shane in the finals mm. um and uh jack had not seen the shane card shane had just debuted as well that that day you know yeah and so he had not seen the card yet and did not know at that point that the uh was it is it the payback Shane's fury Shane's, the Shane's. Fury, yeah, Shane's fury could be done automatically where suddenly oh well, all the all the tokens are off the card and suddenly he's on offense and Jack was like wait what happened why you know he was about <laughs> to win that got pulled on him he still was able to come back and get the win uh later on after that uh and uh he I drove with uh Jack uh, up up to there me and uh Jack and Jeff Guthers went up there and he had the trophy with him the whole time we stopped for dinner on the way back at Buffalo Wild Wing and watched Money in the Bank, and he had the trophy with him. He was showing all the waitresses. <laughs> proudest achievement he's ever had. Uh, and I think if you go somewhere, I think we had our uh, live event video uh, uh, where we were doing the Kickstarter. You could see uh, the moment where he won and then holding up the trophy after that. Uh, Definite highlight for for Jack, and I was happy to see it. That's awesome. Uh, well, speaking of the live event, let's get to Galacticon 25, July 12th and 13th, 2014, at the Sheldon House. Uh, this was a big 
this was a big weekend and, and we've, you know, we've talked about doing an episode that will focus a little bit more on this specific event, but Todd, give us, give us a little, little capsule here. This was, I mean, this was unique. This was kind of huge. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, 25th anniversary thought, you know, we wanted to do something big there. Uh, the, 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 the idea actually came about a year prior at uh, WrestleCon in 2003. Uh, Jeff Guthers and I, uh, you know, were at that and kind of came, oh, we should do something with this. We pitched the idea to Tom. Uh, came through, we made, wound up making a Kickstarter and, um, you know, getting everybody Im- involved. I mean, amazing to think uh, where some of the guys who played uh, some of those parts are now, uh, which yeah. is kind of cool. <laughs> Wouldn't have expected, it took a little while, but uh, really, really cool. Watching a lot of them on TV now. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Main, main eventing pay-per-views, stuff like that. So little uh, things like that. Little things. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, definitely it was, uh, you know, crazy, crazy experience kind of going through that, you know, first time running a show and, you know, we, we had to change venues only like a few weeks beforehand. Uh, you know, we lost our venue. TNA was uh, doing a show in Jamestown the same night. And, uh, but we incorporated that into the storyline of things. Uh, and, uh, but overall it was, it was really cool. We took a lot of footage during the con asking um, people, you know, about champions of the galaxy. Uh, if you look on the champions of the galaxy live event, Facebook page, you can watch the whole documentary. I think it's about, 20 something minutes just kind of going through that and getting a lot of uh people's um uh you know memories and why they like champ you know what the brings in the champions of the galaxy that we were all recorded during that con uh, yeah so very very memorable and uh you're our last uh, our last one at the sheldon house too yeah man uh it, the the documentary is definitely worth uh checking out um i i think uh it's a really nice time capsule of, of that particular uh event and you know things kind of leading up to it and it's, it's well done and then of course the the actual live event itself is a fun watch as well uh worth mentioning that brett bays won the galaxicon cup that year with chaos supreme um Another first-time character, right? Yeah, yeah. Future yes. Shock twenty-one thirty was the set that debuted, um, and Chaos Supreme, of course, was a big name uh, and, for that particular set. And uh, if you remember, there were no no teasers for that set. Yes, that, that it was the the only set uh, so far uh, that we've had uh, without a teaser, and it was it was definitely interesting. No, no, <laughs> nobody other than Tom saw it. It was it was it was really odd. Yep, yeah, yeah, not, not no Rob, no nobody. It was just yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Oh, and then we cool. sold right after the event, right after the live event was over. Tom pulled out his box there and people were, you know <laughs> getting it right there at the, at the right event there. at the live event. Yep. That's very cool. That's very cool. Yeah, it's funny. We I completely um, missed the 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 call the note that you know last year with black death 2129 of course was kind of a little bit you know galaxy shaking because Endgame had turned heel so it was almost like anything could happen after something like that so i'm sure that you know people were were uh definitely uh you know a lot of pent-up anticipation over what was going to happen in 2130 um Moving on to the very next year here, uh, we are in 2015, and now things are really about to get interesting, because for our 26th annual Galacticon, first of all, August is now the month, August 14th and 16th, and we are no longer in Jamestown. We're in Strongsville, Ohio at the Holiday Inn. Yeah, this is a weird one. Mike Mike was not at this one either. I think he was... Uh... 
awaiting uh awaiting a son at that point yeah it, it was Todd calls me up when they were picking the date and, and he said I think we're going to do it now and I said in mid-August I said I don't we weren't telling anybody that Stacy was pregnant at that point and uh, I was like I don't think I don't know that's going to be a tough I could coach soccer you know and that'll be he's like, oh, don't worry about it it'll be fine I'm like yeah, I'm not gonna be there <laughs> But uh, definitely an interesting take on the Galacticon, uh, you know, that Galacticon was kind of, you know, folded into uh, something called Wrestling Geek Fest that weekend where we had partnered with AIW. AIW ran a show on Friday night. We had another show on Saturday night called the Saturday Night Spectacular where uh, main event was Eddie Kingston versus Moose. Nice. Uh, which was which was pretty neat. Uh, I know was it, uh, Tim Dons versus... Uh, Paul London was on the show. Oh, wow. We had uh, yeah, a bunch of other uh, really cool, uh, interesting, unique matches uh, throughout there, including a costume contest hosted by Leva Bates, uh, which uh, I'm big Leva fan, so glad to have her there. But yeah, we had um, you know, stand-up comedy on Friday night, including uh, uh, the guy who wound up winning roast, uh, 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 roast Battle uh, season one, Mike Lawrence was the headliner for that. Uh, but I think really like a big part, you know, a big thing was night two after the show, we had an, uh, like a, an improv uh, type game that was hosted by Bryce Remsburg and a lot of different wrestlers participated in that. And that was an absolute blast. Unfortunately, uh, we didn't, uh, there were some failures on the part of uh, smart mark video to get uh, that all recorded. So unfortunately that the people who were there got to enjoy that. Unfortunately we didn't get to share with everybody afterwards. Uh, but it was a lot of fun and uh, very unique. <laughs> nice. And, yeah, and that also, sounds really cool. And we did have somebody that did show up this time. <laughs> That's right. Greg the Hammer Valentine in the house. Greg Valentine and I have never been seen in the same place at the same time. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it like a Buck Steel genocide sort of thing? <laughs> don't don't call Greg Valentine Buck Steel. That's not kind. <laughs> uh, um, Daryl Banks was also present, which is yep. awesome. We'll talk a little bit more about him uh, here uh, in a minute. But uh, uh, and then uh, Galacticon Cup winner was Dave Little with Shane after having made it to the finals. Uh, you know, some years prior here. Now he's finally uh, in the in the spotlight, taking the victory. Uh, Future Shock twenty one thirty one, of course, was the set that was released that year. Uh, and then next up for Galacticon twenty seven, July sixteenth, two thousand sixteen, we're at the Hampton and Philadelphia Airport. Um, yeah, we're all over the place now, right? Like yeah, we've been in Jamestown for twenty five years. Now we're in Ohio. Now we're in Philly. Uh, tell us a little bit about this year, Todd. So this again was a one day con, uh, you know, we were trying to figure out where to kind of go. We, we decided to bring it to Philadelphia. Um, and uh, I think one of the things that wound up happening that weekend, there was a ring of honor uh, TV taping that was happening at the ECW arena that year, uh, that Saturday night. So that was kind of, you know, our big um, entertainment for that Saturday night. Um, and uh, the first Galacticon with no Tom Filsinger in, in attendance. That was the other big thing. Yeah, man. Um, 
very different feel, you know, one day, uh, but you've got the, you know, you've got the wrestling event to kind of build around, which is cool. Uh, something else is kind of interesting here is that uh, the COTG live Thantos was the card that Jeff Cutters used to win the uh, Galacticon cup. Um, so Chuck Taylor wins the, I mean, COTG live Thantos wins the Galacticon <laughs> cup. Uh, I, I'm still not sure how he was allowed to use that card all these years later, but anyhow, <laughs> I digress. Yes. It was a different card there. I mean, the, I mean, the same character, is, same character, yeah, same character. It was a different, different stats. I don't know. It was a little bit. We, we you know, we allowed the chaos different card. That's before. different alternate universe. We yeah, agreed true, that was a different true, character. I mean, re, J- Josh and Jeff have him as a separate guy in their draft. So I mean, true. to me, that that that's the ruling there. That's right? true. That's true. <laughs> but uh, controversy burns to this day, five years later, and still. <laughs> Um, interesting. No, Tom, that, that is a very interesting thing. And probably for, for long time attendees was probably a little strange, I would imagine. Right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We did have, we did uh video, try to video Skype him Skype. in there. It kind of worked. Kind of worked. The audio was a little off. It's not quite as user-friendly as zoom. So, you know, we got a little, little more success, uh, these days getting Tom on zoom than well, those days, but. after the past year, everyone's become an expert in zoom and Skype, etc. So, that's true, you know, um, moving on for the 28th annual Galacticon, we're back in Jamestown at the community college, July 8th through the 9th, 2017 uh we got regime change 2133 is the set that is dropped and kevin butcher wins the galacticon cup with the aetheran overmaster mike any memories of this con uh butcher winning i guess (laughs) no i mean regime change was a cool um set i mean i think uh that that, that was a great storyline bring you know sort of wrapping up the the slide drury loose end that had been out there so i think you know that was cool that was i think was that when shane turned too was that the year i think shane turned uh yes it was yep so so that was that was the big news from that con It, it was it was you know shane getting the the upgrade and was it an upgrade debate so that was uh that that was fun I think the most memorable part for me was the drive up. Uh, went up uh, with uh, with Jack and with Zeke. Uh, so definitely always love having the uh, the, the road trips uh, up to Galacticon. It's always a, a big portion of the fun for me. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think. What was I doing in 2017 that I couldn't make it? I don't know. I, it's like some of these years I look at it and I'm just sort of like, I don't think I was really that busy at that particular point in time. <laughs> and then I think to myself, oh, right, I was getting married in 2017. So uh, that was actually a week before before our wedding. Um, let's see here. Next up, we've got Galacticon 29, July 14th through the 15th, 2018. I know exactly what I was doing at that particular point in time because my daughter was born on july 14th so there was no way in hell i was making it to west elizabeth pennsylvania at the west meeting center um uh, kingdom come 2134 is the set that dropped uh there was international wrestling cartel show and a pirates game uh and oh my goodness look at this name this name on the galacticon cup todd it's yours the last name on the galacticon (laughs) cup i will i will say as well we had uh 
There's a however many, uh, I guess, 18 names fit on there. And unfortunately, that was the, the last one that fit on there. So, you know, that's it's, it's, the cup stays with me now. <laughs> if you look at my Zoom, you can see it above my shoulder. It's right there. <laughs> the tournament master. Finally uh, won. Makes good think, on his name and takes Sly Drury all the way to I think the I beat finish. Troy in the finals, too, which I finally avenged after all those years. So, uh, <laughs> that I think that's something sweet. you and I have in common, actually. Oh, maybe. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Any other any any other memories of this particular year? You know, you're outside of Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh is yeah. a cool city, especially that sports complex on the other side of the river. You've got just, I mean, there's really cool yeah. stuff in through there. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm curious, Mike. Any any memories of this particular con? Uh, it's the first one I brought my family to. That was oh, kind of cool. Um, so the the kids, uh, wife and kids, got to meet the uh, COTG verse. Um, the uh, I think uh, it was uh, I think was that the first year Jim Steinoff wrote the uh, trivia contest. Uh, yeah, no, he had uh, wrote some before that. Okay, he, I, he I that's the first time he did the whole thing. Like you he know, hosted he, the whole yeah. thing. Then. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. okay, uh, he did a nice job with that. Um, you know, and again, it was uh, Pirates game was a lot of fun. We got to, we got to, I got to have a, a car ride with my wife, kids, and Mike Fortune. So <laughs> <laughs> now that sounds interesting. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there should be a punchline there somewhere. <laughs> but, um, we, uh, but yeah, there was it was good. I, you know, we had some cool cool entertainment the two nights there. We had yeah the, the Pirates game. We had a big group uh, block for that with a whole little you know whatever food buffet they have set up for that. And then on the Saturday we were at the international wrestling cartel. Um, I forget exactly. I know we did the Andrew palace card uh, came out That's for right. that. I know we were deciding between one of two people to do the card for one was Pittsburgh native Andrew palace, which are like, okay, we should do the Pittsburgh. The other guy we were considering was a guy from Cleveland who was IWC champion. Should have gone with Cleveland. That's all I'm saying. Unfortunately, that that person was Wardlow. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> who you know has gotten onto some other different things since then, but yeah. Oh well, you know. What we are you figured gonna like do, right? we're gonna do a, a card in Pittsburgh. Why are we gonna do it for a Cleveland guy? But eh, you know, that's okay. Andrew's still pretty was was really cool, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, uh, Kingdom Come twenty one thirty four. One of the things that's certainly worth noting about this is the return of God's End, um, which was a pretty big deal. Uh, that set was uh, I remember. You know, again, I'm I'm a little behind. So I'm not necessarily running cards for, you know, for these years, but uh, I remember reading that booklet and, and just being really, really interested in seeing where things were going to go, um, you know, after that. And I thought it was a really cool set and there were some really cool cards included, including the big, uh, you know, God's End card, which was, uh, which was cool. <laughs> Um, and, and one other thing I'll say that that was uh, the first of, you know, and we've done it every year since uh, broadcasting the Q&A live on the internet that year. I don't yeah. know when it was happening then or not, but I think we, uh, you know, we had the actual team that was, you know, do broadcasting the IWC show. They came by us earlier and helped uh, broadcast that on the internet for us. That's very, very cool. I remember, uh, you know, I, I didn't get to see it, because uh, I was in the hospital, uh, my daughter was being born. But I remember reading about the fact that, you know, that that either had happened or was going to happen. I don't remember if I read about it before or after. But, um, but I remember thinking that that was really cool. And it was, you know, hopefully a way for somebody like me who wasn't going to the con in person would still be able to kind of get in on it a little bit. 
And then who knew what was about to come? Uh, also worth noting, you know what? We did make a slight error. We mentioned Shane earlier with 2133. His uh, updated card actually came in 2132, um, not 2133. So that was when the change was and when he got his, his upgrade or not, depending on who you're talking to. Um, so just wanted to, to make that clarification and correction so we didn't get any of your hate mail. Uh, <laughs> next up is the big number 33 Galacticon 30, July 13th through the 14th in 2019 at PJ Whalehan's Malvern, Pennsylvania. Um, Brock Atkinson wins the Galacticon Cup, takes Spike all the way to the end, or Spike takes him all the way to the end, I guess. Uh, and Sudden Death 2135. Um, what a cool, what a cool set. Um, had the you know the crime stoppers and just uh the the old school comic book cover and um i i can remember watching that uh q a on um facebook and and i loved you know a lot of people were were thinking that uh tom's mind was in the marvel universe with some of the ideas that he was using but i was just so stoked to hear him say that he was thinking about dc uh and not marvel when he was you know thinking about some of the ideas for the multiverse and all that sort of thing because i was a big dc fan still am a big dc fan but when it comes to the comics when it comes to the films mcu all the way uh and of course there was also there was also reading philly's game and uh chikara uh show as well so uh todd walk us through this this year uh, uh in galacticon history yeah so uh yeah we decided to go back to the greater philly area close to uh where um uh mike is uh, from so uh actually a really cool spot you know i think we we wanted to have uh the hotel and the con spot be close to each other i know the previous year in pittsburgh there was a little bit of a of a hike between you know where a lot of us were staying and where the con was. So here this year, we were right across the street from it. Uh, really cool place. Looked, I liked the the food and everything there. Uh, really enjoyed the PJ Wheeler hands. Um, Those are the good, a good spot. Uh, we did Friday night. We had did a Reading Phillies game uh, that Chikara did a show afterwards there. Um, and then actually that, Saturday night was pretty interesting. We uh, a number of folks went into uh, into the ECW arena. Was actually had a an Evolve show, uh, which they broadcasted live on. Did they broadcast that one on the WWE Network? I think they did. Yeah, I think that was that was, the, that was the same night that uh, AEW had their uh, pay per view. Yeah, so they the yeah, AEW did. They, uh, fight for the fallen the same night. So they counter programmed with, with these ECW show. So those of us who didn't go down there were back at the hotel and we were actually watching fight for the fallen. So <laughs> nice. Uh, but yeah, that was a lot of fun uh, doing that. I think it was a really great setup there. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and a little trivia thing that Reading Phillies game, it was like uh, uh, wrestling was the theme of the night yeah. and they actually had, um, uh, the first pitch was thrown out by Drew McIntyre. Um, oh, nice! And and he stuck around and signed autographs and stuff. But I thought that was right as they were sort of, um, you know, preparing him to be, you know, sort of be champ. They were sort of putting him out there at like different events and having him be a, you know, a little bit of a white meat baby face for the yep. uh, local fans. So it was, uh, it was kind of an interesting little tease as to the direction they were going in. Yeah. Yeah. I think they had three first pitches that night. There was uh, uh, Drew McIntyre, Tony Atlas, I believe, was one. Yeah, it might have been. And uh, Boomer Hatfield from Chicago was the, was right. the oh, first super pitch. Cool. So it was interesting, interesting trio right there. So. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely an interesting trio. Um, uh, yeah, I, you know, that was a cool year. It was one of the years that I followed the con, uh, I, I think, uh, most closely just because of the fact that it was, uh, there was the um, um, online component, you know, that you could watch the Q&A. And I remember watching it, you know, live and, and just thinking how cool that was and, and thought like, you know, hey, I hope that they, you know, do this again. Little did we know. <laughs> uh, for Galacticon 31, July 11th through the 12th, 2020, virtual space was our location uh of course in the throes of the global pandemic we were all wondering what the hell was going to happen um i was a little heartbroken uh from for many reasons but one of those reasons of course is that galacticon could not come to chicago uh as was uh originally planned um due to the pandemic so here we are in the virtual space and it was an amazing time i was so thrilled to not only be able to, you know, attend the con, but to be a part of the con and hosting the panels and, and, you know, just, just feeling like, uh, I don't know, it was, it was a really, really, really cool experience for me uh, on multiple levels and getting to uh, interview uh, all of the different teams and Tom, of course, and it was a huge thrill to interview Daryl. Um, I, I, you know, remarked before, I was a really big fan of his work on Green Lantern. That was a comic book that I was reading, you know, pretty religiously uh, at the time. Um, of course, you know, my comic book collecting Zenith was really kind of kicked off by the death of Superman storyline. And that segued, you know, pretty much perfectly into Daryl's run on Green Lantern. And I was reading Green Lantern at the time as one of my favorite books. And um, so it was just a thrill for me to get to interview him and talk to him uh, during, during the convention. And it's definitely been uh, something over this past year, kind of a, a cherished moment. And of course, it led to multiple virtual cons throughout the year, which I thought was just an incredible idea. It kept us all connected, kept us together, kept the information flowing. It kept the, the, the buzz going. Um, we were able to kind of talk about all sorts of uh, cool things within the game sphere. And um, I just thought it was incredibly successful and, and has led to even you know more successful events afterwards and now has made it possible for there to be a virtual component of this year's Galacticon. So um, pretty, pretty historic event, honestly. Uh, it was definitely one of those sort of needs must occasions. And yet uh, I think that the entire team more than rose to the occasion as of course did all the promoters and the fan base in general and just made it a really special, uh, special few days. Uh, and, and like I said, it'll be etched in my mind, um, you know, forever. So uh, I, I'm really grateful for that, for that event in spite of everything that was going on around at the time. Um, Kevin Butcher was our Galacticon Cup winner. He uh, was able to get to all the way to the end with Destruction 3000. Oh, Destruction 3000. Uh, Origins 2136 was the set release. Todd, Mike, guys, here we are. We're, we're, we're basically at the end of the line here for our Galacticon Chronicles. Uh, Mike, take us a little bit behind the scenes here uh, in, in, the, in the planning and plotting for the Virtual Con. Well, it's really, obviously, as you know, Sam, we're looking at doing Chicago and um, then we start seeing what's going on in the world going, I don't know if we can do this. And then I don't think we can do this. And <laughs> what are we going to do? Um, and I'd been using Zoom a lot, you know, for you know, like a lot of other people were. And so we said, well, we're going to do it and we'll do it Zoom and we'll do the tournaments online. And I will just say that in the uh, Fed headquarters personnel, there was some differences of opinion on how successful that could possibly be. <laughs> um, 
but but I think uh, at the end of the day, it was great because I think it gave people an escape when people needed an escape. It brought people together who needed to come together, and the technology didn't let us down. So yeah. <laughs> I, I think that that was the, you know the, the best part of it was you know it it, it was a bad time. It was, and this was a good thing in a bad time. And to me, that's what I'm most proud of about it. We we pulled it together. Todd drove down. Um, I was the only person to travel for Galacticon that year. Yep. He he, uh, he he we we socially distanced. He was uh, he he was in my office conference room, and I was in my office uh, as we uh, uh, went through the uh, the proceedings and managed to actually get everything. Uh, running reasonably smoothly other than my laptop dying about uh, half an hour into the first uh, day of Galacticon. So I had to sort of, that's why I wasn't on camera the rest of the, uh, the weekend because my desktop didn't have a can- webcam on it. So <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, forgot about that time. actually. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. Todd, well, from your perspective, what was it like kind of, you, you know, getting all that together? I mean, it was, it was definitely, you know, it was hairy. We didn't know, you know, what was going to happen. You know, we did, you know, try to do as much prep as we could. We did do a test run uh, beforehand (laughs) where we did a test run of uh, how the tournaments would work, how the trivia would work, you know, and things like that. I, I, you know, like Mike was using Zoom, I had as well. I've gotten used to that for like, you know, Cub Scout leader meetings and some other different things, getting together with friends, stuff like that. So I had actually bought a Zoom account, uh, you know, for Phil Singer Games, Zoom account, expecting to do some things, but didn't necessarily, when I got it, expect to be doing Galacticon on there. Uh, yeah, as Mike said, there was definitely some mixed feelings about it, especially the tournament part of it, how that would go. Uh, but it, it worked out really well. I think, you know, the one thing we were trying to figure out is, you know, could people roll the matches themselves and keep us on there? I think that was the one thing we had to kind of make an adjustment on the fly was, all right, you know, we kind of need to have the main person, you know, the, the moderator rolling it there, which is something we hopefully in, you know, in the future might be able to, you know, to, to, to get people more used to the online platform and be able to roll for themselves. That's something we're, we're hoping to still be able to do in the future. But I guess the other part that is, you know, we wanted to get the whole experience. So, you know, having all the different tournaments that we had there, you know, trying to figure out how long the tournaments were going to be taking that, you know, was a, a kind of a bit of a mystery, but, you know, I think we, 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 we blew a couple times and stuff like that, but I think for the most part, we, we did pretty good. Uh, that was just like a live Galacticon. We never are exactly on schedule. So it was just like the real thing. <laughs> and when, when you look at it though, as, as a game of chance, you never know. Some matches are going to be one dice roll and some of them are going to be hundreds. So it's, yes. you know, it's, it's, it doesn't matter whether you're doing it online or in person. Uh, and then, of course, when you got a guy like me asking the questions, you're bound to run over at least once or twice <laughs> on the panels. Um, and then the other thing I'll say that was a really unexpected surprise was the amount of interaction on the uh, charity auction as well. Yes. That was something, you know, was that we, we wanted to do something and, you know, we knew we had the TNT set coming out. We didn't announce ahead of time where the, what the charity was because we didn't want to spoil the announcement of the set. But once we did that, all right, here's, you know, this one coming out there. And then just, 
the amount of enthusiasm behind that and other people jumping in. Hey, I got something. I mean, even Sam, you had something to, that you were able to donate then. I yeah. thought that was, I, that was one of the, you know, the coolest things I think just kind of seeing how that kind of came together at the end of the first day. Well, it's really kind of uh, funny because I mentioned this earlier when we were talking about the Patriot, but High Spots had had that big sale that they did in April of of the pandemic year. And so I bought a ton of stuff. And one of the things that I ended up getting because it was it was mind bogglingly cheap to add on to my order was this autographed um, DVD sleeve of, of Harley races documentary. And so I had that and I just thought to myself, you know, I'm not a huge autograph guy. I got it because it was Harley race. Cause I thought it was kind of cool. You know, I figured maybe I'd do something with it at some point, but then I was like, here's this opportunity. Like, I'm just going to throw this out there. Like, let's just, let's, let's, let's see how much we can raise. Right. You know, everybody chip in or whatever, but, um, uh, yeah, it was, it was a really, really cool event. And I think, um, it's a testament to, you know, the, the work that you guys put in, um, to just the quality of, uh, of Zoom <laughs> payout for us, but, uh, also of course, to the passion that, that everyone has for the game, you know, both behind the scenes and, um, you know, everyone who's playing and, and posting results and always, you know, kind of influencing things in their own way. And I think that it really, spoke highly of the community that that we have that things went so well and people seem to have such a great time so much so that again successive events were just as as popular and successful um after galacticon which was also really cool to see and um uh, like I said, it'll always be it'll always be a pretty special event for me. There are plenty of times as we've been talking about the you know the Chronicles of Galacticon that I'm just like, man, why didn't I go earlier? Uh, but that said, it's pretty cool that uh, if 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 I was gonna start going and this was the year to start going, in spite of everything that was so screwed up about that year, uh, it's a pretty cool memory all around. So. Um, and of course, like I said, it's made it possible now that here we are. We're going to have a virtual component to this year's mm-hmm. Galacticon, and you know, and going forward, I mean, this isn't necessarily something that's just going to fade away. Like you know, there's going to be the opportunity now for people to kind of attend in that virtual space as well, which is really neat. Absolutely, absolutely. No, I'm glad to, glad that we're you know really able to involve so many people. I mean, this year's Galacticon, as far as you know, tickets there is even even bigger than last year. And last year, I think it was the, the most people we've had participating, you know, in the con and this year is, you know, blowing that away even more. I think people will really enjoy, you know, being part of the virtual con as much, yeah. um, which is, which is great. And Hey, let's face it, as has been said many times before on this podcast, other podcasts, and of course on the message boards, it's also a perfect way to get those exclusive cards. You know, no, I'm sure that's, a, that's a, <laughs> quite a number of people who have uh, already registered. So. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to miss out on that. Speaking of not missing out, it is not too late. You can, of course, purchase your ticket to Galacticon. Uh, it is July 10th and 11th, 2021, in person at Molly McGuire's in Phoenixville, Pennsylvania, or of course in the virtual space. Uh, you, you can take part no matter where you are from the comfort of your own home uh, or if you're beachside or if you're in a cabin in the woods. I don't know. The Wi-Fi reception might not be great, but point is, as long as you've got an internet signal and a computer, you will be able to take part in this year's Galacticon, which of course is the 32nd annual Galacticon. Origins 2137 will be dropped. You do not want to miss it. Of course, we've also got the Tragos and Thez Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame set two, which is uh, headlined by Kurt Angle, Bob Backlund, Gorilla Monsoon, Thunderbolt Patterson, Need I Go On? So many great names. Uh, Don Curtis, um, 
And then, of course, uh, William Muldoon and John Pezik. And there's also one other name. Don't worry, Mike. I'm not going to say it. Uh, <laughs> Don't make me get the beep out. <laughs> right? <laughs> going to have to put a big old sensor right over my mouth. But no, in all seriousness, it's an awesome name. I can't wait uh, to, to hear people's reactions. And uh, I think uh, people are going to be really excited also for Origins 2137. Um, I, I can't wait to talk to Tom about that on Sunday. It, it'll be a lot of fun to do that. Um, so there we are. We've reached the end of the Chronicles of Galacticon. We did it, gentlemen. Um, mm-hmm. And, and, I, and God bless all of you who stuck with us through. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, it was a cool, you know, it was a cool thing to do. And uh, I think uh, obviously we won't do something like this next year, uh, but uh, the, the opportunity to kind of just talk about them all um, it, it'll be fun to kind of see, you know, when, when con season, you know, rolls around again, uh, the type of programming that we can throw at you. But, uh, this year it felt like, let's just go all in and, you know, just talk about the first Galacticon. Let's do a round table. Let's do this. Let's do that. Let's go Chronicles for, for, for every single year. So, uh, we've got that out of the way. Now who knows what we have in store for you. Uh, the road to Galacticon though, like I said, is quickly coming to an end. We are almost there. Um, and, uh, that, that takes us pretty much to the end of this episode. Todd, what have you got for us as we wrap up here and get ready to go home yeah so um yeah this weekend is galacticon that's that's the main thing there so yeah whether you can be there in person in pennsylvania or or join us online make sure to get your uh, ticket there um i think by the time uh, this drops you might have lost your chance to play in the online tournament still but you could still get your ticket to be a part of you know the q a's the trivia um and everything else uh just uh yeah, go ahead and um and and see that on the full singer games uh, board and then friday night uh join us for at seven o'clock for the uh virtual get together there where we will announce the last card in the trigos set but if you want to hear it first be at the five o'clock Get in person get together. That's true. Why would you That's do true. that? Why, why, why do you have to I'm do that? I'm just saying, you want to be first. If you want to be there first, you got to be there. Yeah. If you really want to be first, just listen to this podcast because I'm going to say the name in five, four. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but uh, no, we're, it's, it's going to be a great weekend. Looking forward to seeing everybody, whether it's in person or virtual. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I don't have anything else left to add. I think we've exhausted all of our options, our voices, and our listeners. Uh, so unless you gentlemen have anything else, I think it's time for us to go home. What do you say? Sounds absolutely. Good. Thanks to all our friends all right. on the Baltic. Good night, Ireland. Ring that bell. Talk to you guys later. Thank you so much, Mike Todd. Always a pleasure.